We have music. I like it. Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman, And I tell you what, it was pretty exciting. We're with Jeff Sprague. We've tried to track you down <laughs> for two days. That's tough. And the reason why is because he's so busy. But the reason why you're so busy is because you're so successful. You know what? Why don't we just start right out. Tell us why you're so successful as an angler. You know, I, I feel like that I've been very successful just because my lack of uh, just being able to fish on history, things like that. And I really right. push the envelope, meaning I, I fish uh, very loose. I like to try new things. I'm, I'm not scared to pull my trolling motor and, and just run and try new things during an event, not just during practice, but during the event. If something's not working, I, I'm, I'm very much aware of it, and I will make an adjustment. So the success comes from that, I feel like, a lot of times. Making decisions on the water is really key, not just sticking with a dead pattern or a dying pattern. Right. Just getting out there and, and reading what the fish want to do and, and let them tell you how it's gonna, how, it's gonna, how the day's going to unfold. And so when you started fishing, tell us, what was your progression to fish, and who did you fish with the most as a kid? Was it your grandma, yeah. your dad, or your mom? So, you know, uh, starting off when I was a kid, um, you know, my dad took us when we were young, little bitty kids, um, right. up until we were probably eight or nine, you know. And then uh, dad really just kind of didn't, he, you know, some things happened in life, and, and dad wasn't around quite so much. Right. Um, so my my grandmother and my great-grandmother really stepped in. Um, they That's right. where my really my passion from fishing comes from. Right. Uh, they, you know, they would, we would sit down, they would catch a lot of catfish. You know, we loved to fish on the dock. They loved to fish, you know, stock ponds. But we had, they had a little place at the lake that they rented, and we were able to fish off the dock there. I was able to walk around after they would get catfish, and I would grab a little rod and reel, and I'd start fishing around the bank, trying to catch other things, brim, bass, whatever right. would bite. And that's where it all came from. I just remember just seeing how happy it made my grandparents and my, you know, my great-grandmother and my grandmother, and they loved it. Like, and I mean, I don't know, something inside me just picked up on it, and it just, it, that was happening to me and so that's what I really relate fishing to and you progress to what did you uh, fish high school no, did they, you, no. no so you're how old are you I'm 40 now actually. so actually that wasn't a thing nope. so you didn't even have that opportunity you didn't did you have the opportunity to fish in uh, college no nope. so, uh, so uh, we wow. didn't have it we didn't have high school or college right. yet um, and you know so I just tra when I was a kid high school uh, right. I would literally fish I would fish after school and then I'd come back for football practice or, or you know, I would, we, that's just what we did. Like, that's where I grew up and that's how I, you know, some kids will go to the weight room, some kids right. will go play ball, some kids do, I just wanted to fish. I wanted to hunt right. fish, you know, and uh, that's what we did. And so that's where it really kind of came into play, if you will. Right. And um, so no college or anything and then joined the service and, and you know, went off and did all that and um, ultimately got out of the service just so I could start fishing again. Yeah, I, I had heard that you were an MP in the service. I was. Is that I, right? Yeah, military police. Uh, I, I did. I did that for four years. I forget who told me that, and and, uh, <laughs> and I repeated. And he said, "You know, he looks like he'd be an MP." Oh my goodness! And I said, yeah. "Like I was like, yeah, that's that's right." Yeah, and uh, you know, and you know, being able to have those experiences and being able to work before I actually started fishing made me respect the job that I have now even more. Right. So I understand it. I respect it. And I enjoy people. I, I enjoy being able to give back to the youth and the veterans, you know, as right. well. That's a big deal for me. Casting Freedom is another organization I'm involved with. Uh -huh. um, great organization there. And, uh, you know, they give back to veterans with PTSD and so on and so forth. And it's right. just great stuff that I truly believe in. So things that, that you could tell, uh, what would you tell a high school kid 
what would be your tip for a high school kid? What would be your tip for a college kid? And what would be a tip for someone who's fishing to tackle warehouse? Well, those you know, three. Well, levels. you know, absolutely. Um, and you know, those guys all have. You know, nowadays we have so much information out there that they can, you know, they can get their own game plans together, and that's what's really cool, and they can get a, a really head start on just by watching us fish. Right. Um, but, you know, for a high school a- angler, spend as much time on the water as you can. Um, YouTube is great. You can learn a lot from watching videos, but there's no substitute for time on the water and putting yourself in those experiences, um, seeing what fish do, seeing what weather does, seeing what water does, uh, right. seeing how a lake's fish and, and, and so on and so forth. And for a college angler, you know, you know, Get yourself a routine. Get yourself a, um, a pattern or get yourself some sort of um, a technique that you really like and then become a professional at it. Make it your home base. Make it your signature, whether that's flipping, casting, right. you know, whatever it is, jerking, whatever that you like to do. Make that your home base. Make that your fallback crutch. And then build your base around that and then become a better angler. You can learn all the other techniques but master one. And as far as a guy fishing the tackle warehouse, I just came from the tackle warehouse tour a few years exactly. ago, and you know it's hard to tell those guys what to do, you know, because right. at that but they're still learning and developing in their own careers, you know. Right. Um, and my and my biggest thing for a guy who's out there is, you know, never give up, you know. And and when things get bad and things, you know, money gets tight, keep your head down, fish hard, and you know, and make right decisions and, and do the best you can. But never forget your family because those are the ones that you're doing this all for. And uh, you know, if you don't have your family behind you or with you, then you're going to fish empty and you're not going to have the success that you truly could have. Right. So we're actually sitting in the buck and bath uh, booth, and so uh, the reason why we're here is because we like staying dry. Yes. So uh, tell us, tell us uh, what's the what's the they have a rain suit that's greatest on the planet they do and so so tell us the worst what was the worst conditions you've been in in that rain suit and did it keep you dry so there's two two conditions have been the worst i've ever seen in my entire life uh one we we fished in a complete downpour uh at the st lawrence river it was absolutely uh-huh. just downpouring it's like forrest gump said it was raining from up from down <laughs> from sideways it was all around you know right and uh i literally took my jacket off and I was dry and I was so amazed. Um, it's funny because I, my roommate came in and he's literally took his jacket off and his bibs and he was soaked from head to toe. And I'm not going to name, it doesn't do any good to name the rain company, rain right. company. but I was just like, I, he was like, that's, not even fair. He's like, it just makes me angry that I bought this suit and you're dry. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and but the second conditions were, you know, Lake Fork this year. Uh, right. Lake Fork started off as a rain and it went to a sleet and then to a to an ice storm wow. while we were fishing the event. You right. guys saw they canceled it uh-huh. early. Um, and I was wearing obviously my buck and bass outer outerwear gear and, and and my my base layer. And I'm telling you. With the exception of someone feeling like they're peeling my fingernails off with a pair of pliers because my hands were so cold, um, that, without a doubt, I wouldn't have been able to be out there, I don't feel like, without without the right gear. I did not suffer nearly as badly as my boat official, my cameraman. They're shivering, shaking, you know, and and they're like, they couldn't figure out how I was, you know, still doing what I was doing. But So, you know, it's tried and true. It's proven itself to me time and time again. And uh, I'm so, you know, I mean, I – we, there's anglers who promote things right? because they're paid to promote them, and then there's anglers who promote things because we believe in them, and right. it's something I believe in. Yeah, so tell us uh, tell us what's your favorite lure to fish? You know, I'm a really – I'm a 
I'm a power fisherman. Um, oh, I'm, right. I'm known as a power fisherman. You know, heavy lines, big bass. That's what I grew up doing. And so I, I really enjoy a swim jig. Uh, swim jigs oh, yeah. are, are really big to me. I, I can fish them, you know, so diversely, so many different ways. And it's something that I really like to do. Uh, it's a great bait. Yeah, you can do it. You know, from as soon as they get anywhere, the water gets around 55 all the 50 right. plus all the way to you know fall. It's just a great right. all around lure. So swim jig is probably my favorite way. What's a trailer are you putting on your swim jig? Um, so there's a couple things. Uh, a Rage Menace is my is my go to. Uh, okay. rage is, is the trailer. All right. All right. And then uh, a Rage Swimmer, depending on what I want them, whatever I want to mimic. If I want to mimic a shad, or if I want to mimic like a bluegill or a fleeing crawfish or something like that, that's right. when I will change up my trailers a little bit. Oh, there you go. Yep. So uh, any tips you. Can give uh, maybe a young angler on uh, how to select what lure for what conditions. You know, when you're fishing with a swim jig or any kind of uh, you know bait that you're going to fish aggressively like that, you really got to know what the bass are wanting to forage on. Are they feeding on a brim? Are they feeding on a crawfish? Are they feeding on a shad? Or what are they feeding on a heron? Like what what right. are, what are you fishing around? Blue, you know, some people have perch, you know. Uh, in the northern states so that's what you really need to figure out what the bass are, are keying on once you figure out what they're eating if there's not a shad spawn or if they're eating you know so you can keep it simple black and blue green pumpkins and right. then whites and things like that you know and it's it just keep it simple that's the best thing everybody i see a lot of guys open tackle boxes and see a bunch of crazy colors um right. and i don't you know those are not natural in nature you know sometimes they work but majority of the time the most natural presentation will be the one that carries you to the finish line we got one more question. Absolutely. How about sonar? Sonar, uh, live sonar, you know, forward-facing sonar. Has that changed your way of fishing, and has that changed your baits that you're using? It is changing the way I'm fishing a, a little bit more, um, but I also know that there's a time and a place for the forward-facing sonar. I have been beaten by the forward-facing sonar quite a bit recently, right. but I've also beat some guys with it recently, so I still have some learning to do on that um, right. and that's something that i'll you know if you're not learning in anything in life whether you're fishing or you're or you're a doctor then you're regressing you're not progressing right and so um, i'm always going to be learning and i'm always going to try to stay ahead of that curve and i'm going to see make sure that the next you know advancement in technology is is a tool that i can use so yeah i, I think that the forward facing sonar is a great thing uh, it's changing fishing but the fishing is changing you know, right. we're catch weigh release on the boat now instead of bringing them to a, a yep. conventional five fish weigh in and, and you know having a death rate on, on those fish. Right. Um, and so there you go. A lot of things are going to change. And bait size. Yep. Have you have you changed your bait size? No. Because of that? No, not at all. Uh, so all bait right. bait sizes are, are not that big of a deal for me. Okay. Um, once post spawn comes around, bait size gets bigger because those right. fish want a big meal. You know, once they're once before spawn, just a normal size bait. All right, so that takes us to uh, Tackle Time. Tackle Time is sponsored by Pico Lures. They have a whole line of hard baits and soft baits. You can check them out at picolures.com. If they wanted to find out more about you, Jeff, what social media uh, can they go to, and do you have a website they can check out? Absolutely. Uh, just Jeff Sprague Fishing, um, you know, and that's Instagram, Facebook, all of it. You know, even my, my website is Jeff Sprague Fishing. You guys, listen. Feel free to reach out, send messages, you know, tag us in posts. We have a new rod coming. It's out in Walmart. It's Pro Xfinity line, Xfinity Pro, excuse me. Okay. Um, it's an orange rod. It's an awesome rod line. You can buy it on Walmart.com. We've got combos out in Walmart, tackle backs coming. Um, just a really cool place. That's where we bought our tackle as when we were kids. Right. We didn't have big box stores. We didn't have academies and Bass Pros. And so I wanted to get something back into those stores that just the everyday, you know, 
Angler. aunt, uncle, yeah. grandmother, grandfather, dad, mom. When they're, you know, they need to buy something for their kid that's quality. That's what I wanted to get back in those stores. So take the take a look at that stuff in Walmart as well. I'm super excited to have it out there. There you go. There you have it. Like I always like to end the show. Make sure you keep your hooks sharp. Yes, sir. And your lures in the water.